This is episode 35. Today, we have a very special guest in the house tonight at the studio. We have Sarah the Tiny Dancer. Hi, we are live. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. How yeah, are you? I'm, I'm good. It's good. Thank you so much for joining up today. I'm glad to be here. It's um, absolutely amazing to meet you in person. Yes, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, the, um, the name is just perfect, right? Sarah the Tiny Dancer. Thank you. It's, it really is just perfect. Thank you very much. I this, like You were one of the first... A couple persons that I didn't, I had to say, no warnings for the basement, you're fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I always have to like, I always have to go down and watch my head, otherwise I hit it. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel like, um, from my my perspective, for example, when I'm in the kitchen, everything is too low. Do you feel like for you, it's the opposite sometimes? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I'm always climbing on the counters like yes. a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's good though, right? You got used to it and it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I kind of like lived and learned with it. Like there's things that like still bug you like about yourself, right? But mm-hmm. you you tend to just love yourself more the older you get and the more you learn about yourself. I agree. I 100% agree mm-hmm. because everything has its advantages. Yeah, you you know it's easy to judge and say, "Oh, this is what it is, and this is why that is." But uh, I think it's harder to say, "Hey, this is actually good that it is this way." Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard for us to accept who we are. Mm-hmm. We, we tend to give that advice to like love yourself, but um, we have a hard time doing that for ourselves. Yes. Yeah, I just watched a TikTok. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on TikTok now, right? Love I, it. Yeah, I have like four videos now. <laughs> Mostly just put up the snippets for the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And there was one TikTok I watched and it was about this older gentleman. And he said something to what just you said is when he said, if you have teeth and they would rot away, and but your nose, your nose wouldn't smell it. Mm-hmm. But you can always smell other people bad breath or whatever yeah <laughs> but you so this is what i mean like mm-hmm. it's easier to look at other people and say hey you should do this you should do that or this is what you should do yeah instead of focusing on yourself and identify yourself well 100 and then you just you never even know what people are going through right mm. you can easily judge and yes. say you know exactly how they're feeling or what they're doing to get themselves to a certain point in their life but you can be you give me wrong. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. No, nothing. You know nothing. Yep. <laughs> you only know everything about yourself and then everybody else is doing their own thing. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Do you ever think about that when you are someplace when there's a lot of people, they pass by, maybe in the car, maybe in the bus, and every single individual has like its their own life? Mm-hmm. Just to put that in perspective, sometimes yep. I find it crazy. I agree. Like... If you're on the couch watching TV, somebody else can be in the gym mm-hmm. or somebody else can be walking down the street. Like, yes, everyone else is doing something different. <laughs> they all have their own lives. Yes. Yeah. As complex as what we have. 
It's like it's like it's throwing me away. <laughs> it's like wow, it's not a simulation; it's real. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm. So, did you have a busy day today? Did you dance? Are you dancing every day? Um, pretty much. Um, so from Monday to Wednesday, I work at Dust Studio. Um, I work with my friend Chelsea, so I do like lashes and brows and that type of fun stuff. And she's like one of the best nail artists in town like mm. look at these babies <laughs> Ooh, yeah. impressive um so i do that during Love the, the day <laughs> monday to wednesday mm. and then i also teach hip-hop at spirit of mm. dance and then i actually just uploaded uh an online private instagram membership mm. yeah you re launched that recently right yeah um i was indecisive like how i wanted to do it and when i wanted to do it and then I just went ahead and did it because there's so much I want to bring out to the world with my choreo and like my knowledge of dance and mm. just like dancing safely and like all the different um, types of dance I'm doing. And um, I think I've done like about 40 classes already. Wow. So like by the time I get home, if it's probably like around eight to 10 o'clock, I'm doing another class for someone. So some days I'm teaching like five days, like five classes a day. Mm. <laughs> How long is a class? Um, online I'm doing between like 20 minutes to an hour. It just kind of depends what I'm doing. Yeah. Right now I just launched my 15-day heels program. Mm. Dancing in heels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Are you sure? <laughs> I <can> teach you. <laughs> I don't know. My balance is pretty bad. That's what I teach you, though. I okay. teach you, like, how to dance in them safely. So mm. we've covered um, balance and bevels and yeah. walking in them so far and posing and performance. So I remember in Germany, we have sometimes those old um, uh, street areas in downtown. And instead of, like, concrete pads or whatever, they have those middle-aged stonework it's all connected. Yeah. And I remember my mom, she broke a couple of heels for sure. Because, <laughs> you know, it would get stuck. You move and clop, it comes off. Oh, that's the worst. Mm. The worst is when your dog decides to chew them up because she's mad at you. Mm. We've had that recently. We have a very sucky puppy. Mm. She's just over a year. And oh. my boyfriend works out of town. And she decided to chew up three pairs of my favorite heels one time. Ooh. Three of them? <laughs> Three of them. Wow. Yeah. What's her, what's her name? Her name is Hazel. That's a beautiful name. I like that. Thank you. I'm just going to turn you up here a little bit. Okay. There we go. What 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 breed is it? She is a German Shepherd Blue Healer Lab. Wow. Wow, right? Big? She's like medium size. She's a she's a good size because we can put her in our arms and um she runs like a big normal dog would be she's i think she's even faster wow back in march she um actually got hit by a car no way yeah so she has a plate in her hip she Aww. so we call her bionic now mm -hmm. yeah but she's a good healthy puppy we had a lot of support at the time and oh right in march right in march so like a couple Before weeks COVID? after covid oh, yeah wow. And then you had to go in and 
It was still open, I guess, for emergencies or something? Yeah, we had to do an emergency um, type of situation. So that was mm-hmm. pretty rough with COVID procedures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because everything was shut down, right? Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's essential, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like the dentists, too. They had, like, they were closed. But if you had an emergency, you could call, and then they would call you back and schedule an appointment yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, hopefully she's okay. She's a good puppy now. Mm. Well, good to a point. She's yeah. healthy, I guess I should say. She's just very sucky. Mm. That's good, though. You know, you want to have a dog that's emotional. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, they need that, too. They do need that, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. And it's good for, like, dogs are really good for mental health, too. Because mm-hmm. you come home and there's always somebody there and they're always happy to see you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you they take you outside. Yeah. You know, you don't have to, like, stay inside the house all the time. Yep. Yeah. She loves her walks. Mm. She loves her adventures. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yep. <laughs> Do you... So, you started... I looked on your Instagram feed a little bit, right? Yeah. So, you started dancing very, very early. I actually started uh, later than most people would sure let me let me rephrase it okay (laughs) (laughs) so you started to show interest in dancing very very early yeah (laughs) is that better yeah uh see i would still call it dancing even though if it's like but you you draw the line between um dance and like recreational party dance is it you would say that's something different i guess obviously um so when it comes to uh, dancing, like, of course, like, I like to perform myself. Like, that's, like, the best part of being a dance teacher is being able to perform and show exactly, like, how you're feeling in a dance. Like, I always tell people, like, think of yourself, like, as, like, a character. Mm. Um, so, like, in lyrical, per se, like, I just uploaded a video with my Halloween Monsters choreo and i told people to kind of think of being like your inner demon like let your kind of psycho come out in that kind of choreo that's the way i think of it is it like acting then in a way yeah so i actually there's a girl who um just joined my program we haven't been able to dance together yet but i'm sure we like we'll be able to she's one of my members and she was telling me how it's really weird because I can do like creepy choreo and like that type of stuff a lot better than like um, like a very jazzy piece of choreo or something else that's just not in that genre. And I'm like, you know what? That is completely okay because you're, you're just able to show your emotion that yeah. way. And I think that's the biggest thing in dance. You're just able to let yourself go in yeah. like so many ways. Yes. Um, I think dancing is just you feel the music. Yeah. And it takes you over. It's almost like there's no more thought. I would say it just goes away. Like, yeah. if, uh, like I was one of the guys in school that always liked to dance. Because usually guys don't dance, right? They just yeah. like, they stand next to the dance floor and just like, mm-hmm. oh shit, I don't want to dance. <laughs> no, please don't put me on the dance floor. But I was always enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because I had, or maybe I had an older sister and she danced a lot. And then 
I just liked it because it's it's music and music yes. is powerful. Very powerful, yeah. yeah. And I don't actually I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't think any of us should give a shit. Yeah. And that's exactly um my attitude now. Um I think I've kind of doubted myself for a lot of years just with like my past and my childhood and people in my life that have tried to say like you're not worth it and um like along that type of path and I started to believe it actually I think and then I started having really good people in my life and I started believing in myself and that's what also um inspired me to create my own brand that's why I'm trying to brand myself as Sarah the Tiny Dancer yes yeah yeah you're doing it yeah you're not trying anymore you're doing it thank you right you're running your own show mm -hmm. I love it it's interesting how how powerful people can be when they uh, project sometimes feelings onto others mm -hmm. right yes because even ideas too like if you are you have an idea and somebody else says oh i don't know and then you have that you had that initial spark of the idea but it it will never come to mm -hmm. what it was yeah so are you more open now to sharing ideas than you have ever been due to like your um, environment that is more supportive yeah 100% i'm up for sharing i'm up for um other people's ideas i've never been a person to belittle them mm. for that because I think that's just very um what's a good word for that um I guess I just don't like bullies mm -hmm. that's like the best way to put it and when you belittle someone for something they believe in or even just a simple idea or even just their opinion like you're totally able to have your own opinion but Yeah. It's not okay to tear someone down for what they believe in. I, I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's even, it can be both, right? Sometimes the person doesn't have a lot of self-confidence mm -hmm. where anything really can throw them off. And sometimes it's the opposite. Yeah. And then motivation also works like, oh, if this person says this to me, I will really do it. Yeah. You know, screw you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get that trigger and we're like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm ready to do this. Yes. Yeah. How do you work? Um, I think I've had a couple moments like that where I'm like, really? Like, you really don't think I can do it. I definitely will show you mm -hmm. that I can. But I, like I said, um, I have really good supportive people in my life, finally. Um the love of my life, uh, Matt Picard, that is um, my boyfriend. We've been together for almost three years, and I've never felt um, more courageous in my life. Like, he definitely gives me a lot of courage. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, gives me a lot of cur courage. He gives me a lot of motivation and inspiration, and He's the exact person I need to be with because he just makes me a better person in every way. Mm. He, um, we actually met when I was in a dance like heels production okay. and he saw me on stage and he's like, mm. wait, I know her because we met in the grocery store a couple weeks prior and he's like, I need to have her number. 
and then he asked a friend and yeah that's how it happened yeah crazy yeah mm. you buy tomatoes together how did that happen <laughs> um he was with um a person i knew and i was with my friend at the time and then we just went into the grocery store to see who it was and mm. yeah, yeah i just knew there was something about him yeah that's life eh mm-hmm. there's those moments uh, where you you walk somewhere and i don't know i don't know if it's true but for me i've seen i feel i've i've come across that where you walk somewhere and you see a person and the person stands out somehow mm-hmm. in a crowd and you the both look at each other and you're just like oh it's like something is there but you cannot explain it i agree yeah mm-hmm. that i think that's exactly what went down okay. <laughs> it's crazy yeah where's that coming from i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> you just you don't even know how you're feeling at the time right yes and you don't know the person nope They're a complete stranger, and they yes. come into your life. Mm-hmm. Do you, so with dancing and everything, there obviously you are very. This is a lot of cardio, right? Oh, a ton of cardio. Yeah, yeah. that's why I don't really do much when I work out. Like I do my, like an, my own set of like weights and stuff. Like if I have like if I'm doing like my booty building day, or mm. if I'm doing upper body, like I. Obviously, I do like a nice good warm up, but I try and stay away from a ton of cor- cardio, and I just leave it to when I'm teaching and when I'm dancing and yes. putting choreo together. Mm. Okay, so before we gonna dive into that a little bit further, I really wanted to talk about how how this all started. Like on Instagram, there's a couple of videos where you're like five years old, you're six years old, and you you you're you're feeling the music, yeah, right, and the mu- mm-hmm. you the music feels you. Mm-hmm. And so has that always been like that? I I think it always has been. Um, obviously, when I was younger, like, I didn't understand, like, oh, like, you can actually, like, go into a dance room and teach. Like, my mom just didn't have, like, the opportunity to put me in dance. My For sure. Um, how old was I? I was in public school. I think I was in grade five or six. I was around like 10 years old. Um, my principal of my old public school actually put me in my first year of dance. I started in jazz. Mm. Yeah. How and did that go? He just saw you? She, Yeah, she just noticed my um, talent on stage because we did like a talent show. Ah. Yeah. And then she put me in dance. And I think that really inspired me to just want to keep learning because mm. I had all these years that I haven't been able to train at all, right? And most dancers start when they're like four. So Yeah, that's like ballet, right? How do you pronounce that? Ballet, yeah. Ballet, yeah. But that's like, would you, is that still like what you do in a way? Is it dance too, I guess? Yeah, so I teach um, bar as well. I just got certified online during COVID. And um, so it's like a combination of like yoga dance, um, ballet, uh, and it's kind of how you want to teach it. So if mm. you want it strictly like dance and ballet based, you can totally do that. But I do throw some elements of yoga and stretching in there, but there is a lot of like ballet elements in there. Mm. 
And I just started teaching um, junior lessons to my friend's uh, daughter, Sky. She's like my niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're doing ballet every Saturday morning. Ooh. Yeah. That's when you wear those fancy footwork, right? Oh, the point shoes? Yeah. Is that what it's called? So there is... Um, so that's like the upgrade to ballet. I haven't... I've never danced in point shoes. I actually did want to dance in point shoes, but because I was so behind in training mm. that my dance teacher at the time said, I just, I wasn't strong enough. Mm. So, um, I just kept up with all my other training and, um, yeah, what, I just what don't. What kind of strength do you need for that? Like so just you, for me to understand. You need like super intense, like ankle strength and like, um, you just need that training like in the shoe too. Yeah. And, um, because, Like I said, I was super behind in training. Mm. She just, I don't think she really believed in me mm. at that time because I was so young too. Yeah, coaches no. can be different and yeah. difficult sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of, but you know, it's not easy to be a coach either. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you just get carried away. Yeah. Because you, you set your expectance, right? You think, mm -hmm. you think you know, but sometimes there's people that stand out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, where do they come from? Why is that happening so fast? Yeah. You know? They just come out of nowhere. <laughs> mm. I know. How's that happening? Yeah. Okay. So you, right now you do Saturday, you you do not the, what is it called? The the bar. So I do bar, yeah. Yes. Um, And then I like to think of myself like very like versatile. I've never been just one style of dance that's just not who i am i i can go from dancing uh contemporary and very compassionate and very emotional in like that genre and then i can go from that to dancing in heels mm. to doing uh, my booty work class so booty work is like a combination of like twerking and hip and glute isolations, mm. that's what twerking is. A lot of people underestimate that workout. Mm -hmm. It is really intense. Um, and then, like, your basics, like, jazz, and then, like, ballet and bar, and, like, I do dance fitness. Mm. I, like Zumba? Is that a thing? It is a thing. I did actually teach Zumba for a little bit, but I kind of went off track, and I just, I just wanted to do my own thing, and that's... Yeah when SS Dance came along and um, dance fitness, like when I do a dance fitness, it is every week it's something different. So one dance fitness I did just like strictly like an arm workout where we did like arm movements. You pick like four moves, you do it for an entire song, something mm -hmm. simple. Um, or it's just strictly like cardio based and like we're doing like, hip-hopping but then we're throwing lunges and squats in there so like Ooh, it's fun right wow that's yeah. Intense. <laughs> yeah so we'll, let's talk about this so you're in the hip-hop class right mm -hmm. so you, everybody comes like before covid i don't know but let's nowadays it's a little bit different right how does it all work now um so i just teach hip-hop at spirit i do as well do like adult hip-hop on monday okay um so it's like a gym really yeah so everything else is on my membership but the hip-hop i do um is in the spirit dance studio 
I only have, I think, about four or five committed people coming every week, which is still pretty good. Um, they love it. Um, but it is very different vibe because just the studios aren't as busy, which is kind of nice at some points because, like, it's nice to have your space. But it's nice to have more people in the room with you. Mm. And, like, the best part of, like, teaching is when you have all those people vibing off of each other and they're encouraging each other. Yes. And you just you feed off of each other, right? Yeah. That's, like, one of the best feelings I love about teaching. Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. So everybody would show up now and then you, you do you warm up, right? You, we do look. a warm up. So um, during COVID, I was really worried about what I was going to do with my company and just how I was going to teach. But it was kind of blessing in disguise because I was able to be a student all over again. Mm-hmm. So I trained myself in a lot of things all over again, went down to the basics um, so like I said, like I got my bar certification, I got some certifications and some other, um, genres. Okay. And, um, how does that work? Sorry to interrupt you. How, like, so it's all training over zoom type yeah, of thing. Okay. And like just how everyone's been kind of like trying to teach during COVID and mm. stuff. Um, is that like, is it like a Canadian certification? Uh, kind of. So. My bar certification, her name is um, Heather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Heather. <laughs> I'm blanking on names. I know. I'm um, so bad names. <laughs> she's from Winnipeg, actually. So okay. it's like some local um, instructors. And then, like, I've been able to work with um, some choreographers like Twitch and stuff mm-hmm. on um, these uh, dance websites and taking some of their courses, which has been really oh, awesome. Nice. So I've been able to really open up my hip hop criteria. And I think it's really important, just like a ballet foundation or like a jazz foundation to have like that certain criteria to follow. So we have like warm up and isolation. And then we do some like hip hop. What does isolation mean? So isolation is isolating like a certain um, body part. So like your chest, mm. your shoulders, your neck, your yeah. head, like stretching? your hips, kind of, yeah. Okay. So, like, usually when you warm up, you think of, like, jumping jacks and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, with hip-hop, it's nice because the warm-up is more of, like, a fun groove type of thing. Mm-hmm. But you're still getting the elements of hip-hop. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, there is a lot of foundations that people don't know about in hip-hop. And that's what I, I try to bring to my criteria. Mm. With uh, my students, we do a lot of uh, across the floor with like certain like hip hop moves Mm. Um, and the couple of solos that I've done this year, been able to throw a lot of more like really original hip hop moves. Mm. What is is that? So, um, for example, give me one. It's like, what can you express it in words, I guess? uh, What's a, what's the name of a good one? Um, so the Steve Martin is um, like an original dance move that was created at like parties and stuff. Um, <laughs> right? What? Yeah. The and Steve Martin. Who the, was he? The Steve. Yeah, exactly. That's my question. Uh. Um, <laughs> so the move generally is um, like lifting your leg. So your back, your front, and then you do a twist. 
twist to the other side, mm. but you're like pumping your chest at the same time. Like a chicken so dance? Kind of like you look, you feel a little bit silly yeah. and a little bit funky, mm. but like that's what hip hop is. It's a lot of people forget to be like very like loose and bouncy and like mm. you see a lot of people like super stiff and yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like that one song I can't think of the name, but it's like the, it starts off with the two guys. They, they're playing this game and they steal all the gold from the ladies and then they, the ladies call their boyfriends and they come in and then they play the game on them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a song. Uh, I have, if I, if I think about it, I'll let you know. I'm the same way when it comes to like movies and songs <laughs> and like even words. Like I forget how to say words sometimes. I'm like, it's on the tip of my tongue. Mm, like, it's right there, but I can't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now you are, after the isolating, then you crank up the music already or there was already a app quite? uh so what i do it just depends if i'm doing a recreation class or a competitive class so competitive i try and make sure they're doing um like more um at this point more choreo because we're trying to get through combinations for um, competition how does that work how can you dance all the same in the same time with the music a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah. Do you like? Do you break it up? Obviously. Yeah, I like to do sections. Um, I like. I'll start teaching, and then we're trying to get comfortable with like who's showing up for class and what kind of music I want to do and certain edits for the song. So once everything's finalized, I can actually like finish everything, mm. and then we do cleaning for many weeks right before competition. Mm. You make sure everything looks nice and crisp for so on stage. <laughs> you can compete in town. That's possible. Yeah. Um, for right now, we know that it is happening, but there is like different procedures than last year. So all the competition is held at the auditorium. Ah. But usually everyone's able to be in the auditorium and all the students are downstairs in the dressing rooms. But um no one's allowed actually in the facility if they aren't competing mm -hmm. and there's only i believe one teacher allowed to be in there i haven't heard um all the regulations yet i've just mm -hmm. been um hearing this from my students um so they have to get ready in their vehicles and then they have to go on yeah for their set and sure. that sort of thing so is so that's happening this year, I guess? This year, yeah. If um, I think competition starts in March, April. Okay. Yeah. So it's an annual event? Yeah. Okay. So every year there's about, I think, about six to eight different competitions Ooh. just in town. Uh, there's always um, certain ones that are popping up. Like there's always like new competitions, but then there's competitions out of town too. Mm. I know that our studio likes to compete in Winnipeg and they have competed in Florida, mm -hmm. but I'm just not too sure about Florida. I think they are going to Winnipeg, yeah. but I won't be able to make Winnipeg. I just feel safe in Thunder Bay yeah, <laughs> right now. Do, yeah. You have to do what you feel is comfortable for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I totally understand, mm -hmm. especially in the times we are in nowadays. Yeah. Wow, so there's six to eight co different competitions in town for dancing. Yeah. 
oh my god why am i just hearing this now <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow this is like a whole this is like bodybuilding it's more than bodybuilding oh yeah yeah it's like it's big then obviously. it is big yeah some students um the amount of dances they have in a year is crazy too mm. they can have like some students have like five to maybe even 10 solos that's including like if they have it like a duet or like a trio so those are just separate mm. they pay separate for those types of things and then um they have their group dances that go to competition as well yeah and some students can have like again like almost 10 group um competing depending on like how many classes they're in wow yeah that's time consuming eh? oh yeah mm. you got to be committed <laughs> yeah for sure especially if it's like five people dance together mm -hmm. what's the standard size for um that's what's the word co covid no they when they all dance together like then they all do the same moves oh for like the competitive groups mm. um so i think it's 10 10 people okay but uh i could be wrong but mm. i think it's 10 and i think with the amount of students that we have in like in classes i think we haven't had a problem with that just because there is a lot of students that mm. decided to not do dance this year and i don't blame a lot of people i know a lot of people are doing homeschool and they just feel safer at home for sure yeah yeah again do what you what you where you feel good about it exactly yeah, yeah. wow so now, is everybody dancing to be, like, dancing with Britney Spears in the stadium and, like, millions <laughs> of people? Is that, like, one common goal of everybody? I think some students have that goal, and I think that is actually a really goal to think of when you're on stage because some kids are just so petrified mm. when they go on stage and their confidence level drops, and I, I don't blame them. Like, I've, I've been there, I've competed, and I've had that stage fright. Um, sometimes... Um, when I was performing as an adult, like I still had that stage fright, but sure. it, it goes away. Mm. Um, I think that's a really good way to think about it when you go on stage because then the confidence just mm. comes out, right? You're able to perform. Yeah. And it's more like about the team too. Yeah. In a way where it's like, I know there's individual, of course, mm -hmm. probably, but I mean like when it's, I think it's easier if it's a team. Yeah. Right? It's not the focus is not 100% just on you only. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. How do you have, so do you have stage fright a little bit? A little bit sometimes. I'll, I'll admit that. But um, I have more stage fright if it's like a couple of people in the room mm -hmm. than if it's like a ton of people. Ah. I think that's really weird. Um, Ooh, because it's more personal. Yeah. 100%. Ah. Yeah. I get it. I understand that. Mm -hmm. For me, I get I get nervous all the time. You know, I get nervous on before the podcast. Mm -hmm. It happens. There's situations where I'm just like, okay, what's happening? <laughs> 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 so what happens with you when you are excited? It's like your heart is racing. Yeah. Um, so we actually did um, a group called Beauties and Booties. So I was working with the drag queens and kings. Mm, that was like that was a while ago right it was a while ago our it's last show was in march right before covid oh okay it's so not so long <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Um, so it's like a dance and drag type of project combined. Mm. I teach the drag queens and kings how to dance, and Ooh. they perform it on stage. In heels, of course. In heels, yeah, of yeah. course, because <laughs> yeah. what else? Yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, and um, I had like this gave me a chance to perform on stage, and I did solos for myself and. Mm. I'll tell you, it was very nerve-wracking, but as soon as I got up there, I just owned it, and mm. it was a really great moment, and now with my company, um, I would like to do the same, either if it's um, doing it on stage when we get the chance, if like things start opening, yes. if that doesn't happen now, maybe within a year from now, but... Mm. I have other uh, projects in mind for 2021, and I'm mm. super excited. Good. Mm -hmm. How do you set yourself goals? Do you write it down? I do write a lot of stuff down. I find myself rewriting stuff down. Mm. Um, I just feel like my feelings are constantly changing. Yes. Um, I'll end up writing notes in like the middle of the night because random ideas pop in my head. They just come, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes choreo just pops in my head and I need to do it. Mm. Um, that's honestly the best way that I choreograph is a freestyle and yeah. Yeah. Especially about dance too, right? Mm -hmm. How do you write dance down? How do you write dance moves down and on paper? How's that possible? Uh, sometimes it's kind of difficult. Sometimes actually like, it's just like when you slow a move down, it's actually more difficult than to just do it fast. Lots mm. of my students are like, let's just do it. Like, I, I don't want to slow it down. <laughs> mm. um, so it takes a lot of practice to actually, like, learn that as a skill. I do a Tuesday tip on my membership. So every Tuesday I videotape myself explaining, like, a dance tip that I do. So I told my students um, to start journaling, mm -hmm. like, your dance um, journey or um, your dance healing, whatever you kind of call it for yourself. Um, whether they're new to dance, whether they've been dancing for years. Um, I think that's a really good way to show your progress. It's yeah. just like videotaping yourself just for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can see like where you are and how far you've come. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do this for like development too, for certain people in higher uh, management positions where yeah. they film you. And then you, they go over the rhetoric, um, how you behave in, in mm -hmm. front of a camera. Yeah. Because it's like, you, I do things. When I do edits, I'm like, oh, man, what did I do here? <laughs> you, you know? Why am I playing with my beard around all the time? Like, but oh, it, look at that dirt face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you. That's what I do. And then I was just like, I get... Because I do the edits, I see things, and then I know how, like, I, I can tell myself... There's certain things oh, I should not do. Yeah. But I, w I, w I wouldn't know if I wouldn't see it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that makes perfect sense. But how do you write, like, maybe I'm mistaken. How do you write down a dance idea so you don't lose it? Or, um, or would you just film yourself? Sometimes I do both. Um, most cases I just, um, yeah, dance it out and, like, I'll film it. But I have a really terrible phone at the time that has no space. So sure. um, if, like, I am usually am writing stuff down. Um, so do you draw it? 
Do you use like arm positions? <laughs> I have before, yeah. yeah. Um, so like if I'm writing down choreo, like um, counts are usually like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or one, two, three, four, mm. five, six, seven, eight. Like it just depends on the musicality of the song. Yes. And like certain accents. Um, I choreograph to lyrics and to counts. Okay. It just depends on the song. So I would either write down the lyric that I'm doing or write down the counts and then the lyric and kind of like match it up together and kind of explain like what I'm doing. It's very time consuming, but um, it definitely helps you kind of think about it in a different way, like because some people need to learn it that way. It's a different language again. Mm -hmm, 100%. Everyone has their own dance language. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Then you have to teach very individually yeah that's a challenge yeah and even sometimes like when you write stuff down and you go to read it and you're teaching and you're like wait one sec because you don't even know what you like wrote down sometimes yes yeah yeah okay so do you do both you write things down and then you have a journal too because with the goal setting like do you plan goals like i bought myself a planner Mm-hmm. Um, sometime in May or June, because I I started to run another podcast, and you know with the bookings, and I would used to just put it in this little calendar, but then I needed to organize things. Yeah, and then I flipped through this book and it says, "Hey, long term goals." And I was like, "What? <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> long term? Excuse me? Yeah." Uh, and but it's just like if you like you see it on the page and it makes you think, mm-hmm. and. I think setting a goal or smaller goals or one big goal or projecting yourself in the future to think about, hey, where am I in five years? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, because life doesn't have to be this. Maybe life will not be the same in five years. Oh, 100 percent. I think a lot can happen in just a week. Mm. My uh, boyfriend goes out of town for about a week about two weeks and a lot happens in that time frame that mm-hmm. you just wish that that person was there with you, but it also makes you appreciate them a lot more yes. and you miss them a lot more. Um, and thinking about seeing yourself in five years can be really scary for some people. Mm. If like, if they're not really in a good place where they are and it's really hard for them to think of themselves in a good place. Yes. Um, but it is important to write stuff down and, um, I haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm writing like long-term goals yet, but mm. that is something I would like to do. I just find that, uh, a lot of things are time consuming and I'm learning that as I go. Mm. And sometimes it's hard to balance some stuff out. So I have to take some days just for myself and then eventually I am able to catch up and mm. then I can write down the stuff that I've been wanting to write down. Okay. What do you mean <laughs> with time consuming? So, um, say, um, just like even making content, like, um, I try and set like one or two days to make content. And then, um, if something else happens that day where I have to go do errands and stuff like that's like super time consuming Mm. and then things get put off, um, even just writing down like lesson plans like it is time consuming because you're 
writing everything down, very particular. But I know that if I write it down and I go and teach a class, like I just, I sound better. Yes. And you're prepared. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I try to look up who you are, what are you doing? Like a little mm-hmm. bit of history. Like I know some things. I'm not perfect, but at least like that I know a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. You, of course, yours. You you make this all really professional for your members, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this might be not as relaxed as my show. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ah, okay. So that's what you mean. So you, but you are talking about 2021. Mm-hmm. So that is a short term goal. I would consider that, yeah, short term, just because I feel like it is right around the corner. Because, mm. like, time does feel a little bit slow sometimes, but it is going by, like, super, super fast. Mm. And um, I think by 2021, I would like to have everything a lot more organized. I mm. bought three calendars, and I didn't realize they started at 2021. So mm. I'm like, you know what? Okay, this is perfect, because now I have that set up for when I do my content because I have different things like including like my TikTok. I would like to eventually, yeah, I would like to expand that. Right. So Mm. uh, content for that takes time. So I would just like to have things like just kind of laid out more. Mm. When you mean creating content, is that for social media then or also for the classes or both together? For both, yeah, yes. 100%. It's really hard sometimes to kind of think of um, new ideas, how to reach out to your audience and, like, what's going to look appealing? Mm. What do people want to see? Um, I'm trying to get a little bit more personal mm. with, like, uh, my brand and with just, like, what I'm posting. That's why I'm on my story a lot more. Mm-hmm. And it is a lot of work. A lot of people don't understand when you own your own, your own business, and I own a couple now, um, it is a lot of work. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The business in itself and then also the social media work. Yeah, because social media is needed in um, any business in mm. 2020 now. It's big, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So do you draft posts and then you have them ready to go out when because you said you have you you have dedicated days where you create content Mm -hmm. i am starting to draft a little bit more um i have like looked on like certain like um what's the word i'm looking for like planner apps Mm -hmm. that are, are able to like plan that for you um I think that's probably the next step I'll do, but mm. I'm just trying to find like the right one and something that works for me mm-hmm. and like editing pictures where it looks nice. And, mm. um, my friend Lucas, uh, the man, yeah, he, he was here. He told me, he <laughs> said he was going to come on the show. I'm super excited. Yeah. That's what's the deal. Yeah. It's, it's a good deal. It is a good deal. Uh, I, you know, whew, he's good. I he lo- is good. Yeah, I love what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's a, he has a he has a style. Yeah, he has a. I can see in his pictures that it's him. You know where like the picture talks about the person, but it's also like you. There's an identity. Mm-hmm. It's not just like another picture. Yeah, I think this is probably also like 
when you draft a dance, mm-hmm. there must be a, some kind of signature that comes with it, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. So there's an mm-hmm. individualism in um, creating content, and like I can see that in Lucas. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. He uh, actually reached out to me, and he was like, "Oh, I'm wondering like what like you would like to see like for like content and that sort of thing," and was like searching for ideas because we've done a couple shoots together now yeah. and he's like a really good friend to me. Um, I actually met him through my boyfriend mm. and then like doing shoots and just hanging out more. Like we became more close and mm. I really love his work and I'm willing to help him as much as I can. Like, I don't know much about photography, but like being a model for stuff, like I'm able to help in that way. Mm. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's helping each other. Yeah. And in, in the way that we best can, yeah, with the possibilities we have, and you know, shaking mm-hmm. each other's hands. Like I think not that's literally, super. but just like, yay! Yeah, I think it's super important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, because that's how good things happen, mm-hmm. and they start that way too. Yeah, one hundred percent supporting one another, and I'm a huge person for that. Mm. Were you on the top of that um, parking garage? Was that you too? Like there, there was some kind of photos with dancing. Yeah, that uh, is actually one of the locations for our video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. It's like, ooh, this is good. It's got to be good. Mm. Just seen it today, and I'm super pumped for the final cut. And then the cast, we're going to do like a nice big reveal party. Ooh. Not like a rager, because we can't obviously have that with COVID, but it's it's nice for the whole cast to come together and watch mm. the video and then yeah. we'll reveal it with all my fun ideas for 2021. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Who does the video work then? Uh, it is a close friend of mine, uh, John Wes. Okay. Um, we actually worked way back when, I think about five years ago, we used to work at Pita Pit together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really awesome that we were able to talk about like our dreams and what we wanted to do together. And then we reconnected and we're like, look at this, we're doing this together. Like he wanted to do videography Mm -hmm. as a career. I wanted to dance and teach dance and we were able to make a vision together. Nice. Mm -hmm. So are you an achiever? I would like to think I am. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you achieve? Um, because I go for, um, I go for what people don't think I'm capable of. Mm. And, um, the old, like I said, the older I get, um, the more confident I am in my own skin and I know I can. And I look back at myself in my early twenties and I just wish I had that confidence. Cause I just, mm. I always felt like like I was a child, I guess, if that, if that makes sense. Like you, mm. like when you're still that young, you just, you don't feel like you are able to kind of grasp onto what you are supposed to do with your life. Yeah. And there's all these ex- expectations. Did you feel judged? Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. Like if I can, pers- I can uh, project that on myself, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you live up to expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old are you now, if you don't mind asking? 
I am 26 years old, turning 27 in January. (laughs) Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Okay, wow. Mm -hmm. So you you achieved your dream. I did, and um, I would like to say that I did it on my own with the best support system I can have. Um, I think a lot, what it comes down to, too, is that I was bullied my entire life Mm. as a child as an adult, like in in my early 20s, Mm. and still, I still get bullied. I think there's a lot of adult bullies out there, and I just think that's not okay. Yes. And I think that's what has really made me, like, persevere. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bullying is not cool. No. No. You know, um, I always, with my kids in school, you know, it's... It's happening. You just, as a parent, you know it's coming down the pipe eventually. Mm-hmm. Where there's situations with kids, right? Kids are kids. Yeah. And you know, I, I like how open it is nowadays to talk about it. When I was in school, it wasn't like that. No, not one, well, not one bit. <laughs> yeah, it was not like we wouldn't talk about bullying. You would just either way you fit in or you not fit in. Yeah, but there was no way of saying, "Hey, this guy's a bully." At least where I was, mm-hmm. yeah. So you just had to play your cards and try to fit in. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you, I feel that it was hard for people to really go after what they wanted, right? Because if they wanted to, like, let's say, men that want to be dancers and they want to teach dance, they were automatically judged and it's stigmatized that. Men are not supposed to do that. Mm, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Or women that wanted to be in like woodworking and mechanic and that sort of thing, like mm. they would get laughed at. Yeah. 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 That's changing now, though. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. dan- you, on your perspective in dancing, that's actively changing, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. There's a lot of male choreographers that are just phenomenal and. Not even in just their dancing, but the kind of human being they are. Like, Mm. obviously, I haven't met him in person. I would love to. (laughs) But um, you see them on social media, and they're helping a lot of good causes, and they're actually reaching out, and they're being, like, genuine Mm. for a lot of things. And I think that's really rare, I guess. Yeah. So is it now 50-50, or is it just, like, you're still catching up? I think it's kind of, like, goes from up here does its thing you know like it's back and forth yeah it's alive Mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah it's ever it's ever changing yeah in a good way evolution is coming Mm -hmm. yeah that's good i like that Mm -hmm. so you bullying was hard for you it was very hard for me like i got bullied for the way i looked for certain features about myself since i was a child all the way to high school because I was short. I had braces. <laughs> um, I didn't have great skin, and I just I didn't have a good upbringing at all. Mm. So I did um, suffer a lot of depression as a teenager. Oh boy! Yeah, um, and I wasn't able to really train as a teenager because, like I said, my mom just didn't have the opportunity to put me in dance full-time, and we mm. lived out in the country. We actually lived out in South Gillies. Okay. And um, so I put myself in dance, like, 
that's something I did for myself and I kept pushing myself because I knew that's what I wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. What do you feel when you dance? I feel absolutely everything. I have even sometimes cried when I danced because <laughs> mm. all of those emotions come out. Um, Halsey is probably one of my favorite artists. And every time I dance to her, I feel so many things. Mm. Even things that like I didn't even know I felt. Mm. Like all those traumas that come up and you don't understand like why you're feeling them or mm -hmm. why they're even coming up. But it comes up and you're able to feel it and then let it go. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, dancing is then not like, is it a therapy? I think it's a therapy, 100%. And I think some people take it for granted too. Like those people that are offered dance and they're able to train their entire life their entire life um and some people just kind of like let it go and I'm not like judging anyone for their decisions whatsoever but I just like I said lots of people take their opportunity for granted and like mm. I know that I would do anything for that type of opportunities that some people got it's so true and like you you read about it uh certain situations like some people were like an all-time like let's say like a classical ballerina they were mm. in like shows and like traveling the world and then they get this inner injury mm. and they're not able to dance for the rest of their life i know right i um that was the biggest thing right before i started my company i got into a major um car accident and yeah I had surgery like a week before. Oh, wow. I was going through a lot of like mental, um, personal things with my life. And that's when a lot of things started coming down. I had people giving up on me. I was reaching a really low point in my life. And the next thing you know, like I get into this really bad car accident and my body is just shutting down on me. I didn't think mm. I'd be able to dance anymore. Oh, boy. And um, eventually... I got up and picked myself up. Mm. You did that on your own? I did it on my own, but I did have, like, that's when Matt kind of came back into my life because he, when we met each other, we got to know each other really well and we knew that there was feelings there. Um, but he left for school. He's a heavy machinery mm. um, apprentice, so he's with the union. And uh, he came back, and then we kind of just were inseparable since. Yeah. And he he helped me with everything that I was able to kind of like pick up for myself. Yeah, I like to say that when you you find a partner, um, I don't want to say the right partner because I just want to say the partner. If you mm -hmm. find a partner and it fits, yeah, then the that partner can bring you to your true potential. Yeah. I think so. That's exactly how I see it. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I find like, maybe you can do it yourself, but I don't think it's the same. Mm -hmm. I think it's, that's especially true for men too. Yeah. Because um, with a partner, I think there's so many things that you can be better at. Yeah. Maybe. At least that's how I feel about it. That's a, a, like a really good way to think of it. And uh, 
we do work as a team. And I think if you have a partner and you don't, you don't look down on them and you're not someone that's trying to get ahead of them Mm. and you're someone who's right beside them and you guys are working together in every way possible, I think then you're kind of unstoppable in that way. And that's what makes you right for each other. And you still would say though that the decision to carry or to get up, to get through it was like you or together? I would say it was more of us together and like still me, like I knew that I just, I needed to continue to dance. I just didn't know how. Mm. And he's the one that really like pushed me to just do my own thing. Beautiful. And I was just scared. Like, like what's, what are people going to think? Like, what am I going to do with this? Like, am I going to be successful with it? Mm. Like with all this time that I wasn't able to dance, but I just kept pushing and now I just feel like my dancing is just a hundred percent better. Like how long did you dance? Um, probably about a good, like almost a year. Um, like things started happening around, um, like October ish. Uh, so that would have been 20, 2017 mm. and then um started spiraling down and then the accident happened and i just mm. that's when it went even lower yes. and it wasn't until about may june is when i was able to really make that step for myself what would you tell people to people that struggle what would you tell them to get through it or what would you what would be your wisdom to them i would tell them that everyone's journey and like their healing process is exactly that like you do not listen to anyone else who is telling you that you you need to be doing this by a certain time you shouldn't be doing this um what's wrong with you like those types of things that i was getting um I just think that they should focus completely on how they're feeling mentally, spiritually, and physically because especially like mentally, because it, it's basically almost like everything. Like you can feel physically fine, but mentally, like if you are not okay with like where you are Mm. mentally, like I think that's where a lot of the problems stem, especially with COVID right now. Like, we know like a lot of like mental illness is going to be striking up because yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's almost no support. Mm-hmm. Like for the, the only support you get is if you are, um, you, you, you tell people, Hey, uh, this is it for me. Yeah. Then they can come and see you mm-hmm. because they're so overwhelmed. Yeah. So that's a very big topic. Yeah. I, uh, I did, um, like a 30 day challenge in the summer And I had about eight students on there, which was really awesome. And we did a lot of more um, fitness style classes. So I am actually training to get my personal training. Hmm. And I'm focusing on um, women training because I am a a woman and I'm able to understand my body. So I'll be able to understand another woman's body. And 
um, a corrective specialist program where it's focusing on people with injuries because Mm. I have that injury and I'm able to really understand that. So I had a couple girls, they personally messaged me after some classes and some people would be very um, frustrated with themselves and they felt defeated. And I just had to kind of remind them that, you know what, like, you may feel like this today and you may feel different tomorrow. Like it just, you have to listen to your body. And I think that's the biggest thing too. I was constantly comparing myself to what I was before and I was really beating myself up. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to stop beating ourselves up and we just need to keep evolving and keep healing ourselves because that's, the best thing we can do for ourselves yeah i agree comparing is terrible yeah and it's so easily nowadays mm-hmm. you see somebody who does something similar and they they're this big and you're like oh yeah and the, that goes all your drive yeah it's like it's terrible don't compare yourself do what you love mm-hmm. and you know be proud of what you do and it's good to look at other people and lift them up and if, if it's a if it's a bigger thing and you know somewhere else and it's good for them Mm -hmm. yeah but it's just don't define yourself by it 100 percent. and um the biggest thing too is like along with that a lot of people tend to take um like negative feelings into it like they'll get jealous instead of being supportive and i think that's like Mm. a super big thing right now is that we need to be supportive of those friends and family members who are really making big moves for themselves, even like friends and family or people you don't even know that are doing little moves. Mm-hmm. We need to encourage that because I think there's just so much hate and there's just so much of, oh, I do that, so you're not allowed to do that mm-hmm. type of attitude. Mm-hmm. And I, th- especially in like the dance industri- industry, like I know that there's a lot of like, encouraging choreographers and people who own studios that are really supportive and then there's some that are just not nice (laughs) and (laughs) i i just don't i just don't think that's okay Mm -hmm. so yeah i understand Mm -hmm. i think for me for example whenever there's a new podcast or there's a podcast i find that i didn't know yet existed Mm -hmm within thunder bay or somewhere else that i enjoy mm-hmm. i always give a thumbs up yeah and if you want to start a podcast tomorrow sir i'd be like yeah do it <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's like, because i believe in support i believe yes. in being there for each other mm-hmm. i be, believe in sharing knowledge i believe in empowering people mm-hmm. you know because that always brings me back where i say hey what is life about for me, life for me is about people. Mm-hmm. And I live, there's people everywhere. We talked about this before. Like we, I see Joe, and Joe is a person too, just like here, Michael is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's what life is about, to come along with each other and find uh, good connections and yeah. help people. Mm-hmm. That's, like, very very put down in a, in a nutshell but yeah. yeah i think you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's what i like to do and i i'm glad you s- see that from the same perspective that's awesome thank you mm. okay do you get like um like when i don't work out um for you it would be dancing obviously mm-hmm. do you get like 
because it also with the mental health do you feel it i do yeah um actually when i work out like i try and like wake up at 6 a.m now and mm. try and make like an actual like regiment for myself and i do like my weights in the morning and i don't listen to any music i just listen to like motivational podcasts because uh-huh. i feel like that's the best way for me to focus because if i'm listening to music uh music is obviously like dancing i start dancing and i get like distracted and i'm like dang like i <laughs> i'm not even past the first set yet oh, like again. yeah um so that's what I do when I'm working out. And there's been a couple podcasts that come up and it's talking about like not giving up and mental health and suicide. And um, it really hit home. And uh, I really appreciate those types of podcasts. And it just, it gets me going more mm. because of what I felt when I was a teenager and just like what I feel now. Mm-hmm. So... Would you say you're a different person now? 100%, yeah. I am a lot stronger in many ways. Um, I think, like, we all need change. I think we all need that um, leveling up. I just made a post, actually, about that, and uh, the quote was about, um, we've been conditioned to automatically think that someone is in charge of like our promotion in life Mm. our leveling up that type of thing that's the way when i heard that podcast i was like wow like that's intense and like that's the way i'm trying to think now Mm. and if i was 18 years old now and i seen myself now be like wow Mm. (laughs) like just wouldn't even like recognize myself yes but mm-hmm. you you wouldn't be the same person, right? If you wouldn't have gone through the experience. Do you believe in that? I do believe in that 100%. Yeah. It goes, I think it goes down to all the way to when you're born. Like you just, everything that you do, like any choice that you make, like it, it really makes a difference. And like we need to kind of stop thinking about like, oh, what if I did this? Because a lot of us feel guilty for a lot of things that we just didn't do for ourselves. Mm. We didn't do for family members. We didn't do for friends. Um, I know, like, I get anxiety about that sometimes. Like, if I have to cancel on someone or if, like, I wasn't able to make it. Mm. And um, I think we just need to kind of understand that we need our own time and... um, what was I saying? <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, I, need, we all need our own time. Yeah. Own time is good. Mm-hmm. With you, with you saying, hey, I get up at six o'clock, when is bedtime for you? I always talk about this on the podcast. Uh, bedtime ranges from 9 p.m. to whenever my body lets me fall asleep. <laughs> mm, okay. It's one of those just because, like, if I'm doing, like, a late class, it's hard for my body to wind down sometimes. And then, like, my head is just, like... Mm, Tell me about it. ...all over the place and stuff like that. Yeah. I need about an hour or two to come down from the podcast. Mm -hmm. Just, like, 
I can try, but if I go down to uh, in bed, I'm just like, da, 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 right? Da, 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 like, this was a really good podcast, man. Wow, wow, wow. You talked about so much. Yeah. Wow, why didn't I ask this question? <laughs> exactly. Thinking about, like, oh, why did I do that? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then it's eventually it's like, hmm, I should be asleep already, but nope. Yeah. Ah. Are you a perfectionist? Um, It's funny because my horoscope says I am, mm. but. I think for certain things I am and certain things I definitely am not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay for you to to let go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really, really good. So sleep, you get in a little bit here and there. Meditation? I've been trying to do more of that. I do a lot of breathing right before I go to bed. What kind of breathing? Uh, very heavy breathing. I'll sit up. Uh, one hand on the chest, one hand on the belly, mm. and I'll just breathe in and out because I find that also too, like I can't breathe properly at night. Mm. And I just think, cause that's with like the dry air and stuff like, yeah. um, so that's something I like to do. Sometimes I don't have to, and I just, I'm, I'm able to fall asleep, but that's something mm. I usually have to do. Yeah. Do you visualize? Do you think about like, especially with dance, you probably do, but I mean more like, time-wise like oh and goals too like do you th- you see yourself having the downtown studio with sarah the, sarah the tiny dancer in big bold letters and like you drive up or you or you bicycle there whatever <laughs> right yeah whatever you what is your vision do you do that do you i do sometimes have visions and I just find that, like, especially for bedtime, I'm trying not to have any visions because then my brain just, like, it's like, oh, what if this? Like, Mm. you can do this for your studio and that sort of thing. But I have always envisioned of having my own studio. I've always envisioned of having a studio slash kind of, like, mini gym so Mm. that people can come and work out and I can work with them in that way and then we can do classes in the studio, I can do privates and even um, more space for something else possibly if I tend to mm. get a certification in like another type of like dance. Like yes. I've, I've always wanted to do pole and teach pole. Mm. I think that's very um, powerful for women, mm-hmm. um, especially after watching JLo do it. <laughs> Why do you think it's powerful? I think it's powerful with the strength. Um, that you are able to encounter in those classes. Like, it obviously doesn't happen overnight. You need, like, constant training and stuff. But um, it is, like, the art about, like, behind it, because I know it's very stigmatized, that it's dirty, mm. and um, it's for strippers, and it's not art, and it's not dance, but it is. It is an art form. It's just, like... Um, different dance art forms like hoops mm. and like fire and those types of artists who use like props. Yeah. So technically like the pole would be like a prop. And I really give props to those types of artists and dancers. Mm. I do know a couple and they're beautiful people. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be something really cool to bring to Thunder Bay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need a lot of strength in the legs, I guess. Uh, I or think core body, like because you hold yourself in yeah. like, angles. I think it's a lot of core. Obviously, you do a lot of like upper body 
I think it's just like total body strength, but for sure, like core strength. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's like the base of everything. Mm. I do a lot of like strength stuff for in my um, criteria for like my hip hoppers and even just for like a warm up and like any other dance because I always say a happy dancer is a strong dancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you see, I don't, I don't want to say you see all the guys, but usually you see all the guys pick up the ladies and then they throw them around. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you do that? Yeah. It's just, it's like, I guess the girl jumps to and supports as best as possible. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's still, it looks so easy. Mm -hmm. It does. It does look very easy, very flawless. Yeah. And there's yeah. a smile, mm -hmm. a happy smile of lifting to now like 140, 50 pounds. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Mm hmm. Yay. feel incredible doing it mm. yeah okay so what do you think about um like is it usually all boys or is it all girls and it's okay to mix that's all good right uh for competitive or just in general just in general just in general um so When it comes to, uh, like, beauties and booties, like, I was working with men and females because drag queens and kings. Mm. Um, for my classes right now, I haven't really encountered, like, any men that want to work with me, but mm. I'm totally up for it. Mm. Um, for competition for hip-hop, I think I have two. Two mm. boys in my one group that I'm doing. Um, I would like to see more boys mm. just because it gives that different type of energy to the dance. Yes. And when you have men in the room, like learning dance, like it's just amazing to see, like they're able to kind of get out of their comfort zone. Some mm. men have either danced their entire life or uh, some men are doing it just for the sake of doing it. Right. What about the women? Do they change? Suddenly there's dudes and they dance and then it's more like the game is on. Is that, is, that, is that a thing or is it the uh, atmosphere is the same? Like you, you should be able to tell. I, for the drag queens and kings, like, it's just like, it doesn't even seem like there's like two different genders in the room. Mm -hmm. Like that's the kind of atmosphere it is, which is really awesome. Like I everyone's just that. really encouraging that way. Um, I think for like, if it was like just like a hip hop class I was doing for adults or like a jazz or like a heels even. Mm. Um, I would like to see that atmosphere because I feel that if there is men and women in the room, like I would hope they wouldn't give off that vibe. Like, Oh, why are you in the classroom? Mm. Like I always like to give like a safe environment. Like you, it's encouraging. Like everyone in the room needs to kind of, feed off of each other and mm. that type of thing and um I, i was more referring to sorry to interrupt you i was more referring to the like with the guys are at the gym and you know they're pumping iron and then a couple of ladies walk in and then suddenly the game is on and the boys are just like got you yeah um I just mean like the atmosphere not what they do okay just like the atmosphere shifts into more of um Serious, seriousness yeah yes maybe okay yeah um or it's just like the team and it doesn't matter i definitely get what you're saying um for i would like to see like men in the classroom so i can actually like kind of like visualize mm. that but for competitive 
I don't think it matters. Like, yeah. they're, they're really open to one another. I think they've all been dancing with each other for a while. Um, I think that um, they need to kind of, like, help each other a bit more, mm-hmm. if that if that makes sense. Um, with what? Uh, just kind of... How would I word that? Um, some kids don't really know how to communicate mm-hmm. with the other kids sometimes. And um, sometimes it can come off like the other child is like saying like they don't really know what they're doing mm. type of thing. I haven't really seen that, but I have seen it in the past. Mm. But the students I have at Spirit are awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to go to this... Um, grocery store in, in Germany when I worked there part-time uh, shelving s- s- stuff into the shelves when I was in like grade 10 or whatever, right? Uh, just a job uh, for a young kid. And um, there used to be this middle-aged woman and she was like super cool. Like she had red hair and she was like an interesting person for me mm-hmm. to see somebody and like being a little bit more individual but she was always super serious. Yeah. And I always thought, oh man, I don't know how to handle that. Because I thought maybe she just like, she hates kids that work there, like myself. Mm-hmm. But then one day we had this um, Christmas thing where we come together and we would eat at the owner's boss house and we surprised him. And I was invited. But turns out she actually just was that way because she didn't know you. Okay, yeah. It's like a it's like like a wall. Yeah. So it's it's just sometimes you don't know why the person reacts a certain way, but it's nothing against you. Yeah, okay. Got you. Uh I can definitely see that being like a thing in the classroom. You don't really know why someone's being like distant with you or they're not really laughing at your jokes or they're not really like kind of like going with the vibe you're bringing to the classroom. Um, I know that I've gotten that a lot. I've been told that I look mm. like a bitch. <laughs> on, like, that's just the way I look. And then mm. people are like, oh, like, you were nothing like I thought you were. I'm like, okay. Mm. I had one girl I used to be friends with, and uh, she said, yeah, you just look really badass. Like, you had, like, this, like, look about you, and you had mm-hmm. tattoos, and you have, like, that piercing, and mm-hmm. you just were very, like, quiet and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, it's interesting how people perceive you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think when you dance, when you, in those videos on social media, like, you did the one where you, like, you start off the wall and it's like the creepy dance. And That's my have, creepy one, yeah. yeah. you have your hands like on your neck and then you just like start off. And it's just like people see that, right? And then yeah. they, 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 they feel it. Yeah. And it's like you have a serious face in that moment. So I can, I can see that. Thank you. Yeah, I, can <laughs> see, I can see that people like maybe sometimes have a difficult time reading you. Yeah, 100%. Mm, because it's everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But then they also look at your social media and then they expect you to be something too, right? Mm. So Yeah. How how was that today when you came in here? You were like, Oh, I know this place, I know this guy. 
Oh, Michael, yeah, I've seen him on on social media because you know when you meet people you haven't met before and you meet for the first time. Yeah. But through social media, it's like, oh, I know you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, oh, yeah, this is Michael? Or how did you feel? Uh, I was pretty open to it. Like, I know, like, we've seen each other on social media and I was really happy to meet you. Mm. And yeah. But did you know, like, did you think, oh, yeah, I know you? Kind of, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And mm -hmm. I, fe I feel the same way. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, social media is really good in a way mm -hmm. where you, you can build connections and, you know, and then you do something together and you you build a foundation and yeah. you, you help each other. Mm-hmm. You're able to be, like, more personal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the personal is big. Really, really important. Mm-hmm. Because it it's it shows who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you think about breakdance? I've been asked about breakdancing, but that's something <laughs> I have never really stepped into. Mm. Um, Why? Why? Not that I haven't Come wanted on. to. You want to be versatile. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That is something I would like to start kind of working on, um, like more on a personal mm -hmm. um, level for me. Um, that wouldn't be something I would like ever teach right away. I do a lot of like popping and like locking my muscles for a lot of moves. So I think I have like the basis of it because I've always been able to do that with my body. I train my mm. body in a lot of ways. You plank a lot? Yeah, mm. I, I do actually. Yeah, yeah, I make yeah. all my students do planks <laughs> and they hate it. <laughs> and push-ups too. Yes, and pull-ups? No pull-ups. No pull-ups, but I have been able to do pull-ups. I just I have no pull-up bar in my house, mm. and I don't own a gym membership anymore. Yeah. Like, I just, mm. I don't think it's, like, I need it mm -hmm. just because, like, I have my studio, and yeah, we I, have, like, a lot of weights and stuff at home. Yes. And yeah. I only do pull-ups because it's it combines exercise all together in one where i can utilize a lot of things in a little little time exactly yeah do like 10 a day and then mm. you just build that up and you're good to go for the day <laughs> yes yes what did i ask you i asked you something i don't think you answered it i said i don't know i forgot i forgot too <laughs> i'm so bad for that yeah, yeah. Oh, breakdance. Breakdance, yeah, okay, yeah. You wanted to learn that first for yourself. I did, yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you, do you, yeah, like, when you look up to those kind of moves, do you feel like, man, I want to do this? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I don't feel that, like, I can't do it. I know that, like, there is going to be moves I'm not going to be able to do right away, hmm. but I'm not going to limit myself to like certain moves right i'm gonna mm. push myself to do it and if it doesn't feel well on my body that day i'll just do it another day mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i like where you say you want to get it to know first for yourself yeah i think that's like a really good perspective yeah what do you think about traditional dancing like there's so many cultures and so many different ways that they utilize dance for so many things mm-hmm do you like we have an event that got canceled this year of course but it's like the um 
it's over by the courthouse every year in that uh, oh. hockey arena, and they have like the music and there's a Ukrainian dance. Oh, hey, okay, yeah, um, Highland dancing. There's Highland dancing Highland. too. Yeah, I'm I'm not but familiar with too many like cultural mm -hmm. dances, but I do know Highland. It's something I've never really gotten into, but I know that it is really intense because mm. it's a lot of footwork. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's like, does it fascinate you? Like ancient dance, where does it come from? Why was it portrayed that way? What was the message of it? Do you, did you look into that a little bit? Or is, are you more like about here and now? I've gotten into some of the history during COVID. Um, I would like to give myself any knowledge I can. Uh, those type of cultural dances I am really intrigued of, but it is something that doesn't really reach my interest of learning, but I enjoy watching it and mm. I respect the people that do it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like if I went to go see like a classical ballet, that's something like I obviously do ballet to a point, but it's not something I would strictly train in because I like all my other styles I do, but mm. I completely respect like all of the dancers up there performing and i enjoy the performance and um i get give a lot of props to those like people that are doing those cultural dances and sticking with the culture and kind of mm. displaying that and they're showing like their love for that yeah it's beautiful mm -hmm. yeah. i'm i always get um I have a very, I don't know why, but I have a very, like, I always connect with the indigenous um, music they have. And then the singing, mm -hmm. the drum beats, and they're so fast. And then whatever they, the message of the song is, I don't understand it, mm -hmm. but I feel it. I agree. I, uh, I've been following some more of those types of accounts on TikTok mm. and even, um, yeah. yeah. And my friend Chelsea has shown me a couple and just the, like, there's about maybe like two or three I've seen and there's like a little four year old boy and the voice on him is just incredible. Like a lot, like there's a lot of talented in, indigenous um artists out there and i just don't think they're noticed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta look for that yeah yeah because i, I don't mean, know the name of it right yeah, now but that's fine. you find it <laughs> yeah yeah you just have to look for the right um hashtag yeah mm -hmm. mm. so you think do you uh, one other question with the sleep and meditation with your phone do you shut it off at night and then you're done or do you find like it's hard to control sometimes Yes and no. Um, so along with like waking up early, I'm trying not to look at my phone either until like 8 a.m. If I need to post, because I'm trying to post like in between 6 and 8 a.m. Because that's like the money maker, right? Like mm. that's where you're going to get a lot of your views. Mm. And that's, it's like right in the morning so that everyone can see it, right? Um, it's a sweet spot. Yeah. Um, so I try not to look at my phone till 8 and then at night, um, if I'm teaching, I don't really have a choice because it's on my phone. Mm -hmm. um, but if I have the opportunity to put my phone down at 9 o'clock, I'm trying to do that. 
um, put it on silent. Okay. If my boyfriend's out of town, we're going to talk on the phone for yeah. like an hour. Good. Um, I try and make sure the TV's off because that's like another thing too. Mm. Because when you're winding down, like you tend to watch TV more. You're like, oh, one more episode. Mm. Um, What's your favorite TV show? Uh, I like... Um, Dexter? I do like Dexter. <laughs> it's like my top three. I'm so excited for... Uh, He's coming back. He is. Oh, my God. I like creepy shows like that. I don't know. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like them too, so it's, yeah. it's me too. <laughs> I like uh, Dexter, Riverdale, and... Um, mm. There's another one I can't think of. Sabrina? I never got into that. No, eh? My boyfriend liked it, but mm. um, I watched one episode and I just kind of lost interest. I don't know why. Yeah, it was too geeky. Not geeky. I guess I just, it wasn't what I was expecting. And mm. I was just like, eh, it's not the original Sabrina. So. Yes, that's what Lisa said too. We, yeah. we started to watch it and Lisa was like, no, this is not how it happens. Yeah, Especially exactly. Especially with the cat. Something was different. It threw her off. Right? Like, yeah. you need that perfect cat in there to, like, make it. I know. Yeah. Ooh. So what did you think Dexter's going to be? He's back and he's the old guy? Same person? Yeah. There's so many possibilities, like, and I was just angry at the ending. My boyfriend loved it, but, mm. like, I don't know. Like, that's exactly what I mean when uh, with people's opinions, right? People are going to be like, oh, like, I don't want to see the new one because I just thought it was stupid. Mm. Or there's those people that love it like me that just like can't wait for it to come out, right? Yeah. I would check it out. Mm -hmm. I always think it's good to leave things open or, or neutral. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't know. It's okay to say, to have an opinion about it. But when you, but sometimes your opinion is not truth. Mm -hmm. Or it doesn't follow through. Exactly. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Sometimes you hype something up and it's not what you expected at all. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about, um, I don't know if this is an uh, okay question to ask, but music and dancing, you know, um, women, sometimes it's very um, sexualized. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So do you do you, are you fine with that or do you feel like this is not how it should be portrayed or do you think it will change over time? Like, what is your spin on that? I think um, the industry definitely has a lot of things to do to make it a safe place for that. I think a lot of like, especially when it comes to like heels dance per se, like um, it is over sexualized and. Of course, when even like hip hop too, you pick a song and the lyrics can be like a little bit more risque and then people just don't really respect like the dancing involved. And I think when it comes to dancing, whether you want to feel sexy, you want to feel empowered, you want to feel that confidence and you want to feel... Um, like that certain rawness like in yourself and like dancing i just think whatever you want to feel when you're dancing i think you should be able to feel that mm. way and over sexualizing things and making women feel bad for what makes them feel good mm. i think that's a problem yeah um but 
for when it comes to like heels, especially like I just don't think it has the respect that it should because mm-hmm. it is a style of dance, just like ballet, just mm-hmm. like jazz, and it's hard work. Yes. Um. So I feel that um, it it may change over time, mm-hmm. but there will be those people that still will judge it and just mm-hmm. don't respect it. It's just like um, gay marriage. There's a lot of people, like, I see a lot of hate on TikTok. Mm. Um, It's a place, like, TikTok is supposed to be a place where people can just go dance and they can Mm. be silly. and Express themselves. Exactly. And um, there's, like, a whole LGBT community on there. And a lot of um, hate comments go out. And Mm. so I just think it's kind of, like, the same thing. And... There's just some people that just don't have that perspective. Yeah, so you, it's all down to the individual almost. Kind of, yeah. As long as you feel comfortable, you're good. Mm-hmm. In a way. 100%, yeah. yeah. I think, um, I guess it, like, it could be the way like this person was brought up. Mm-hmm. What happens to them in their life. How yeah. they feel about certain things. I can tell you a story where... Um, one of my favorite rock bands in Germany, they're called the Totenhosen, which <laughs> the, the Dead Pants. Yeah. Okay. And they were like really big in the 80s, 70s, no, 80s, 90s. Yeah. And one of the covers is them being totally naked with about 20 other women and they're all naked. Mm-hmm. And it's like they just lay the way so that you can't see them fully exposed, but all the women are fully exposed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when I got, I, a friend of mine sent it to me and I gave it away to a local chef here that was from Austria because I was like, maybe he appreciates this. Just the music, not the cover. Yeah. Because he wouldn't be able to get that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember people seeing it when I gave it to him. We worked in the kitchen and everybody was like, wow, what? This is possible? Like, just the the perspective on what is allowed to print on an album cover in let's just say where it was in Germany compared mm-hmm. to here. Yeah. That's where I find like I can relate what you said where as long as the individual is fine. Yeah. It feels like, you know, it's just like w- where we are and what we think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like um especially like celebrities too. Um Celebrities are just anyone. Um, you see, like, a naked woman on, like, a picture or, like, in, in like, front of, um, like, a magazine cover. And it can go one or two ways. People can either be like, wow, like, she, she looks amazing. Like, I love the message behind this. Or you, it gets stigmatized and mm. um, women get slut-shamed. And um, I just think that there's no way to kind of like balance it out like it kind of no matter what you do um people are gonna judge you and you Mm. just kind of have to do you that's with um the brand that i just started doing sarah the tiny dancer um i started selling um poster content so the pictures that i posted there's um like prints you can actually buy and eventually I would like to move on to like loungewear and like lingerie mm. and just stuff that fe- makes women feel like confident and powerful and even like 
start hosting um, like events for women. Mm. I just, I think like that's like really important to let women feel that they can feel good about themselves. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Men and women too, but like women for some reason, like they just get it 10 times harder. And um, I just think that's been a thing that has been through our entire revolution. Like Mm. you look back in like 1950s and like you see like how much women have evolved, right? Yes. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just like it's been like 70 years maybe, but yeah. like it's not much time. <laughs> no, not and at all. Where it was and how it was. Yeah. Like, and now things are changing. Mm-hmm. I like your perspective. Thank you. I really like your perspective. Thank you. It's, I think it's important to highlight that um, you know people see it from their perspective and judgment is carried out but also what it does and how it empowers and how the person that is doing it feels mm-hmm. yeah i think that's really important thank you so you're totally comfortable how you portray yourself on social media 100 percent. and um before i used to be kind of like weird about posting that stuff but mm-hmm. like especially when i started modeling um i was very nervous at first but then eventually like I worked up, like, the courage to, like, get a little bit more bold with, like, certain, like, shoots that I've done. Mm. And um, I just, I think that's, like, a really great thing that women are actually really doing for themselves. Because I know Bedouar used to be very stigmatized, too. Like, it used to be something that just wasn't really a normal thing to do. But, like, women do it all the time now. And, like men do it too and like even couples do those types of shoots together and i think that's really mm. awesome okay mm-hmm. what did make you change you said courage but was there like a change there must be have some some kind of shift uh i think it was when um like i started really pushing myself like with my training and stuff and i started feeling just a little bit more in like connected with my body and of course like you have those moments where you're comparing yourself how you used to look and what you used to be and Mm. it's like oh like Mm. I just don't feel like I should be where I am like I'm putting in all this work and I'm not what I used to look like but I just I stopped thinking that way and I just I know that I am beautiful the way I am yes and um of course we're gonna have days when we th- we don't believe in that, but I just I continue to like think of myself as that I am and I want women to feel that way too. Mm. And I have a really supportive boyfriend who accepts me booty shaking on stage and mm. promoting myself the way I that I do and yes. he's very accepting and he loves that about me. So <laughs> very good yeah i like that support is important mm-hmm. so it almost sounds like a little bit you you accepted who you are mm-hmm. it's i think i had like when covid happened like i said i was able to be a student 
And I think something else kind of happened in me too. I don't know when it happened, but you know when you just feel that shift Mm. in yourself and you don't really know Mm. when it happened and like, and even how it happened, but just things start to feel better, I Mm. guess, if that makes sense. Like you feel like you're moving forward. Um, Me and my boyfriend, we moved into a new place in May too, and that really helped um, in like a better atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm able to have my own home studio and I think that's incredible. I wasn't able to have that before. So um, I think that really helped too. And um, I wish like I can explain like how this shift happened, but um, I just know that I felt better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where do you see yourself in five years? (laughs) I have to ask you, right? Um, Because you already said you don't you don't project yourself this far. Five years. But if you think about it now, like you, when did you like where you are right now? How long it took you where you are now? Mm -hmm. And then see what you think. So. For me to get to this point in my life, to a point where I can really accept myself for who I am, um, took me about probably about three years. Um, So in another three years, I think that uh, I would like to have my own studio at that point. Mm. And then by three to five years, like if it hasn't happened somewhere along that way like mm-hmm. we're either in another city and i'm able to continue to teach and i have a studio there yes or um just something that i can call mine i guess like that's what i'm mm-hmm. looking for um i haven't really decided if i want to stay in thunder bay because there is other opportunity mm. in the world right sure um, but it's just you a matter can't go of and dance with Britney Spears. It's funny because <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend says that all the time. He's like, "When are you going to make that back of Britney Spears money?" <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying. Like, <laughs> yeah, is that a good paid profession? I guess is it like a backup dancer? Oh yeah, yeah, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, okay, because of the like everything. I guess it's mm-hmm. such a big package. Yeah, and you just you get that. Um, on stage experience too and you're working with other dancers and that's um, like a huge goal right there I said if like if I'm able to work with like any artist and I'm able to be on like a dance music video or perform on stage mm. in like a big arena like that like my life is complete I mm. think yes <laughs> yeah for that moment yeah and then you get through it and then you'd be like what's next yeah I think that would actually happen <laughs> yes Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good aim for fun. Mm-hmm. I think this is like, that's a good plan. Mm-hmm. I love that you have that vision and that drive. Thank you. Yeah. And to accomplish that. And that's, I know you will do it. Thank you. you know, wherever it is, whenever you, whenever, but I think five years, that's totally like possible. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mm. Somewhere along the lines, I do believe I might have a couple of little ones running around. Like Mm. me and my boyfriend, we do talk about that. And I've always loved kids and I've always wanted to have my own family. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just a matter of like 
finding that balance though you know Mm. what I mean like having children and still doing what you want to do I know there's going to be like some sacrificing there but I know like there's a lot of uh, choreographers I look up to that have an uh, a family and they're able to be successful in what they like doing and Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of pushing themselves to do it it's a balancing act yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's utilizing your time differently too Yes. Yeah. So being it, very organized, probably. <laughs> uh, mostly just when you half the time you do what you like. Look at me. I do. I don't. When I watch a Netflix thing, like uh, I watch the Vikings, and then I'm on the bike training. Yeah. Like I combine what multitasking. Like I love watching it, but I need to exercise, so I watch it then because afterwards I need to work here. Exactly. I don't yeah. need to, but I want to. Mm-hmm. But you need, like, sometimes I say, okay, you know what? Today I'm not going to edit because I'm going to go for a walk or we're going to go to the park. Mm-hmm. You have to find that balance. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, the when we, I started with the video, I was really concerned and I tried to pump it out as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. And I stopped working out, but I can't do it. Like, I have to, I've, I, I'm good finding the balance now where mm-hmm. I say, one video a week maybe two but i'm okay if it's just one yeah and you know and i i uh, like i have people on social media they say hey where's this video when is it gonna come and i'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like i want to have it out there right now on youtube but uh, don't forget i'm a one-man show yeah like that's and i have to balance family Mm -hmm. so it's just like (laughs) <laughs> and and I work too. So it's like there's a lot of things that are going on, but I'm trying my best to be very consistent. Mm-hmm. And learning. Yeah, like I think it's a nonstop journey, especially when you have kids, right? Like mm. you learn something new every day. Yeah. My personal advice is don't time it. Don't time it? Okay. Yeah, just... Just let it happen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I like, it's like... It might be very personal, but for me, I always thought there there should be a moment where, well, well, I'm financially secure. Yeah. Or I saved this amount of money. But life is life happens, mm-hmm. you know. And the I think personally, the younger you are, if you have a a foundation, then I think it's it's just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because kids, uh, they can take a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. And plus, you want to be. Like I'll enjoy being active with my son. Like I'm, I'm 36 now. He's six, so like I'm 30 years older than he is. So if he's, if he's 26, I'd be oh my math 56. Is that correct? I don't know, but somewhere there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like just like maybe I'm still able to do things with him that he physically enjoys, mm-hmm. where I see pleasure in too. Mm-hmm. So that's just my two cents on that. I like that. I think it's really important to want to continue to do stuff like that with your kids. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's two lives. The life you had before and then the one after. Yeah. <laughs> there's no in the middle. Mm. There's no meeting. Mm. No. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had one thing I found on social media actually today. And I have to look it up because I took a screenshot of it. Um because when I was 
doing some research, suddenly that popped up. And I was like, oh, this is perfect for tonight. And I don't know why it's popping up. So this is from another podcast in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's called Know Thyself Podcast. And then there's, it's a saying. It says, the dancer and the dance cannot be separated. Do you agree with that? Dancer and the dance can't be separated. And then it's that... Let that sink in for a second. It continues. It says, so also the creator and her creation cannot be separated. That's uh, pretty deep. <laughs> That's pretty good, eh? Yeah. Um, and it's specifically because it's like it says her and she. I was like, hey, what do you think about that, Sarah? <laughs> I've uh, never heard that, but... um. That is a really um, good thing to kind of think about. Mm -hmm. um, I I think I agree with that on some level. Like I haven't, like I think if I was able to process a, a little bit more, I'd have like a full answer. Mm. Um, but I I do I do agree with that because. Um, How do I want word this? <laughs> um, so with the dance and the dancer, that's how it's worded, right? Yeah, the dance and the dancer cannot be separated. Yeah, I gave it to you if you want to take a look at it. Um, I guess without like dance, like you wouldn't really call yourself a dancer, right? You'd probably call yourself something else, right? Because you wouldn't really be dancing. You would be doing something else. Um, and for creator and creation, I think anyone can create, for sure, um, on no matter what level you are, because... That's your, like your own creation, but I think what they're meaning by that is that um, hmm. Hmm. there's so much. There's so much meaning in it. There is, yeah. It's hard to like hard it, to decipher. It clicks. Um, it clicks, but it doesn't like. It's hard to explain it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I get it, but um, it's hard to come up. With those words. Mm. Um, I think there will be a dancer without a dance, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can dance without music. Okay, yep. I think... That is a good way to think of it. Yeah, and I think, like, even if it's, like, there's... <sighs> any movement can be a dance, too. So it's, like, it's so... I think it's so open. I agree. I think that, um, I guess it's whatever you think it is. Mm -hmm. If maybe that's what they're referring to in that uh, quote. Yeah. Kind of whatever you feel that is exactly um, like that word or like that feeling, like that is how you're feeling and that is what it is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Did you 
Did I miss anything? Did you want to talk about anything else? Um, I think we covered a lot. Um, I'm really happy that I was able to kind of express like mm. how I've been feeling about like my company and like my projects and um, what I've been doing. Uh, oh, I guess just uh, look out for 2021. Ooh, <laughs> yes. When is that trailer gonna drop? So we were thinking um, sometime beginning of December. Okay. That way a lot of people can like get ready for the date and it's right before the new year. I had um, uh, someone suggest um, New Year's, but I talked about it with my, um, like the videographer, John, and we just think that... Um, there's probably going to be a, too much going on on New Year's for mm. people to really um, put their full attention into, and that's what we want. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think, like, picking, like, an actual date for people to, like, look for, mm -hmm. I think that would be cool. The video is my vision of, um, I, I won't say the song. I'll leave it as a surprise, too. So I heard this song when I was at the gym, I was on the stair climber, mm. and I just instantly saw like choreo come to me. Like that, oh wow, that's how it happens. <laughs> and um, how I want this video to kind of come out. Like the vision was, I um, had a lot of struggles in my dance career, and um, I just I didn't let anything stop me, and I'm coming back bigger, better, and stronger. Yes. And it's also about um, having that unity of people um, helping you mm -hmm. and just supporting each other again. And um, so you'll see like a lot of different elements in the video. We had two days of shooting. Mm. We had four different locations. Mm. We had six dancers, including me all together. And uh, we had two videographers and one photographer. So... We had a lot of good angles going mm. and a lot of good shots. And we did the shoot October 3rd and it was really cold <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> so you can, you might be able to tell in the video, like some of us are really cold, Yeah, but um, he did a really, really good job with the video and I'm excited mm. for like the final cut. That's powerful stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I feel the excitement. Thank you. I feel the the work. I feel the the coming together and producing something. Mm -hmm. The magic. The um, vision of it, right? And it's it. I think it's very hard to kind of put like two heads together and like make like one vision together. Like I mm -hmm. met up with him and I told him my vision and he's like yes like yes like i see this and mm. we got together again for another meeting and he's like this is what i see and i'm like yes let's do it mm. yes and then plus the connection from the past right yeah exactly we both worked for that dream of of accomplishment your dreams yes yeah okay sarah i want to talk really quick before we break this off what I take away today and I want to thank you for empowering 
people. Thank you. To find um, so many things in dance, mm-hmm. to the way to express themselves, to the way to accept themselves, to to stay in shape, whatever that is mm-hmm. or means to you, to um, to be comfortable, you know, to be proud, mm-hmm. to to work together. And also to utilize dance and uh, to utilize dance as therapy for the mental health mm-hmm. and helping people in general. Like, do you do so much with accomplishing what you want to do? And you put yourself out there and you do it. And Thank you. It's absolutely amazing. So, I can't wait to see what you, of course, launch in under a month there yeah the social media I will. Mm-hmm. and then also seeing where what happens and where everything's gonna go I, mm-hmm. re- i really look forward and i think there's there's great things coming thank you very much mm. i really appreciate that and i really enjoyed being here and we can just have this conversation and um usually like when it comes to talking i'm a lot more nervous but i was able to be really open with you which i appreciate that mm. and i appreciate you having me on here of course yeah always back if you want to you know we're gonna say hey i opened my studio michael let's <laughs> talk about it <laughs> then yeah that would be a pretty cool episode <laughs> <laughs> right the journey how to get there next yes yeah you already on that journey thank you so sarah thank you so much for being on the show tonight thank you and i wish you all the very best thank you very much okay cheers <laughs>